I, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. I, Harry S. Truman. I, Dwight D. Eisenhower. I, John Fitzgerald Kennedy. I, Lyndon Baines Johnson. I, Richard Nixon. I, Jimmy Carter. I, Ronald Reagan. I, George Herbert Walker Bush. I, William Jefferson Clinton. I, George Walker Bush. I, Barack Hussein Obama, do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute the office of the Presidency of the United States. And will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend. Preserve and protect and defend. Preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. So help me God. 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 Those 35 words swear in the President of the United States. And they were first said by President George Washington. But in order to get there, I must go back deeper in history for you and explain the rationale behind those 35 words. I'm going to explain how the United States was formed and help you comprehend our nation's presidents. I'm your host, Jeremiah Patterson, and this is U.S. Presidents. On July 2nd, 1776, the Continental Congress voted in favor of independence, and two days later, 13 delegates from the colonies adopted the Declaration of Independence. The Declaration of Independence is a historic document that was drafted by Thomas Jefferson, who would become our nation's third president. Subsequently, on July 4, 1776, our nation was independent from Great Britain. The Declaration of Independence is an essential document, and here's the preamble. When, in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them. A decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it, and to institute new government. Those words indicate hope, independence, and liberation. America was just born and the Founding Fathers were involved in that effort. Without the Founding Fathers, there may not have been a United States of America. The Founding Fathers, a group of predominantly wealthy plantation owners and businessmen, coalesced 13 various colonies, fought for our independence from England, and composed governing documents that guide our nation to this day. All the Founding Fathers, including the first four U.S. Presidents, at one time, considered themselves British subjects. However, they revolted against the restrictive rule of King George III 
by indicating their grievances in the Declaration of Independence, an influential call for liberation and equality. They won a remarkable military victory over what was the world's preeminent superior. The founding fathers were George Washington, Alexander Hamilton, Benjamin Franklin, John Adams, Samuel Adams, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, and John Jay. According to History.com, many other figures have also been cited as founding fathers or mothers. These include John Han- Hancock, best known for his flashy signature on the Declaration of Independence, Governor Morris, who wrote much of the Constitution, Thomas Paine, the British-born author of Common Sense, Paul Revere, a Boston silversmith whose midnight ride warned of approaching redcoats, George Mason, who helped craft the Constitution but ultimately refused to sign it, Charles Carroll, the lone Catholic to sign the Declaration of Independence, Patrick Henry, who famously declared, Give me liberty or give me death, John Marshall, a Revolutionary War veteran and longtime Chief Justice of the, of the Supreme Court, and Abigail Adams, who implored her husband, John, to remember the ladies while shaping the new country. Forming a nation is a very difficult thing to do because it requires persistence, diligence, concentration, strategic thinking, and more. Our founding fathers were intelligent and well-strategic thinkers. It would take a while for our nation to adjust, but we'd eventually settle in. It was only 244 years ago that this nation was formed. The United States of America, a nation of independence and liberation, One of the most important documents in American history is the United States Constitution, a formal document that was drafted by James Madison, our nation's fourth president, and also referred to as the father of the Constitution. The preamble of the Constitution is powerful, and it reads, We the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. Do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. The rationale behind those words is intriguing and powerful. According to the ConstitutionCenter.org, importantly, the preamble declares who is enacting this Constitution the people of the United States. The document is the collective enactment of all U.S. citizens. The Constitution is owned, so to speak, by the people, not by the government or any branch thereof. We the people are the stewards of the U.S. Constitution and remain ultimately responsible for its continued existence and its faithful interpretation. Now that the nation was formed Who would lead it? Stick around for more.
After the American Revolution, an armed revolt transpired in Massachusetts. This made it evident that a stronger national government was needed. The Constitutional Convention was held to handle this situation. George Washington was nominated president of the convention, and he would play a vital role in ratifying the United States Constitution. But what happened after the convention? You'll find that out in Episode 2, Leading the Nation. I'd like to thank my sources for this episode, including History.com, ConstitutionCenter.org, ShepherdSoftware.com, CGTN America, American Patriotic Songs and Marches, and the Sweetly YouTube channel. And most importantly, thank you for listening to Episode 1 of U.S. Presidents.